Welcome back to Rugby League Talks, everyone. I'm Keegs, and Jacob has not missed me this week. Instead, I have my good mate, Matt Hunter. How are you, Matt? Yeah, good. Living life. Yeah. Unreal. Just want to tell everyone about yourself? Um, I'm a mate of Keegs from Ignatius Park College. Um, play a bit of footy now and then, and yeah. Just every now and then. Ah, yeah. Try to stay modest, but yeah. I got um, contracted to the Cowboys this year and playing... Plan for the Iggy team first 13. So, yeah, it's been super. Yeah, it's been real good seeing you guys train and watched your game against the Mackay Cutters a couple of months ago. Yeah. Killed it. And then a couple of our other mates are in that team. So, it'll be yeah. good to see them play soon. But, yeah, um, very much so. Round eight. It's this season's gone so fast. I can't believe it. Yeah. It was, it was actually scary because, I, Last last round they like extended it so like teams played on Monday but now they no teams played today so um on Monday yeah. so they really squished it in yeah well um what do you think of this round yeah it was a couple a couple more games than I thought they would be tight turned to be a blowout so it's always, always good to see yeah it's always good to see that but yeah it's good well, our first game, it was Thursday night at Suncorp, Broncos versus the Sharks. Um, our big topic with this one was Talakai versus Stags. What do you yeah. reckon about this? Yeah, I, just, I still believe people are saying that um, Talakai is bad. Well, just from that one performance when Stags just shut him down. But yeah, I don't know. It's, Stags did really well. Like, had up yeah. him, he, he honestly got up, shut him down. But I think... I think Sharks should have done a bit like to encounter it. I think they got too scared of Stags um, going up and sh- shutting Talakai down. I reckon they should have just gave him early ball earlier. Like, you know what I mean? So just yeah. straight away. So it's just a one-on-one. And you could see, like, I think it was at the back end of the second half, Talakai runs straight over Stags when he got early ball one-on-one. And he gets held up over the try line, but that's still, like, a possibility to score. And then that, like, yeah. makes that right edge um, defense, like, more worried about Talakai. Well, these are, this is Stag's stats from the game. He had 12 ones, 116 meters, 42 post-contact meters, one line break, six tackle bus, zero hit-ups, and one try. Comparing yeah. that to Talakai, he had 15 runs, 164 meters, 75 post-contact, one line break, five tackle breaks, one hit-up. So hey. statistically, they're very close in that regard, but it was... Stag's defense on Talakai that really sealed the deal in that game. Yeah, it was very, it was, yeah, Stag's did do really well. He still played a great game. He still, yeah. Talakai also played a great game just because, like, we didn't see him, like, kill it in the attacking side of the field. He did get the boys out of, out of a bit of, um, how would I say, this back to back fighting off, off their trial line. So, yeah, yeah, he did get them some meters and did make, but he just didn't really give anything, like, on the other half of the field. The one thing I saw on um, all the social media was that, oh, how did we consider this guy for origin? It was like, because he had a month of killing it with like multiple yeah. try tries. And then he has an average game and everyone's calling him bad, which I don't understand. Yeah. And I would go to the point that it wasn't even average. It was just um, like some, some players don't score every game, score every game. So yeah, it's just, it's just the way it is. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Another player I thought was a bit underrated in this game, and he's been underrated all season, was um, Matt Moylan, the 5'8". Oh, yeah. He's the only only person who scored a try for the Sharks that night. Yeah. With that, just talking on that try, he he really, like, recognized that it was good to see that he had eyes up the whole time. So he saw that Tari Martin was in, like, the line of defense and went up to go smack someone. So he knew there was no fullback. So that's when he just put that grubber in where... Nico Hines, he didn't really have eyes up footy. I don't know. I don't know what was the go there. He had a shocking second half, but still yeah. a great player. I don't, just because one bad game, you've got to have a short memory, so forget about it. But Matt Moylan was probably the half to go to the whole game. He's off contract this year too. Oh, is he? Yeah. And Wait, at that, the end of this year? Or at at the, the end start? of this year, Moylan, yeah. Oh, yeah, sweet. Well, I don't know. I think... I, th- I have a feeling that Sharks may still re-sign him. Yeah, I, I think so too. He's been good. He's been playing off well, the back of Nico Hines all season. And yeah. He's been, he's been showing up. Got to remember, just... he played yeah, fullback for New South Wales only a couple of years ago. 
Yeah. And yeah. But well, you can't knock anyone in this game. Yeah, well, Matt Moyle and, and Nico Hines, this is their first year to really get to know each other. I don't feel like it would be a smart decision if Sharks go, you know what, Matt Moylan, we want to get someone else because you're off contract at the end of this year. I think yeah. they should really, they should keep him because they can make a combo. Even though Matt Moylan's not the not not the Nathan Cleary of, uh, or not not the Cameron Munster, he's still like the combos. Like he's like the Dylan Brown to the um, Mitchell Moses. Yeah. Another thing in this game that really annoyed me was Payne Haas. Like Corey Parker was talking to a couple of the blokes at halftime, and he said, and they said to him. Oh, Haas hasn't been able to get through an entire training session all week, which is so weird wow. because um, it was confirmed he had a grade one AC joint injury. And really for that, you only give them painkillers. Yeah. But the fact that he wasn't able to complete a full training session throughout the week is really what worries me. Because yeah, I don't know why they'd put him in the t- starting team. Yeah. If, they, if, he's not, if he's not in the trainings, he's obviously not a catered play. Yeah, actually, you know, and I think he got taken off at half time, and he was like, "You know, I'm done. I can't play. This shoulder is buggered." Yeah, that's silly. And with Origin coming up in a few weeks, I don't know if he'll be able to play. Yeah, well, hopefully, Broncos make a couple of smart decisions on just resting him if they, well, for best for Payne Haas, like one AC joint can turn into a whole shoulder being ruptured. Look like at uh, was... Billy Slater a couple of years yeah. ago. He had to retire because of that. Yeah, so I think they should really just slow it. Well, obviously, I'm not. I can't. My word won't get out. But I'm, my like opinion and perspective on it is that they should start slowing his game. Like they should just, like slow it down. Like his game management needs to be a bit more less of doing more stuff and just be he, ready for state of origin. Yeah, he is the backbone of that team, and Kevy knows it. Yeah, and yeah. they can't afford afford to lose Haas. He is a leader, yeah. and he he sets the groundwork for Reynolds. Um, Martin, whoever their five eighth is on the day, they can't afford to lose him. Speaking about halves, um, about I don't know if Tyson Gamble is the best fit for Adam Reynolds' like playing style. Mm, yeah, I don't think so. Either. Really talk about that. I think they need to reach out. I don't know. Uh, they can't fork out any more money, but I don't know. Tyro Martin, he worked well. He, the two experienced players, Adam Reynolds and Tyro Martin, pushing around the ruck together. You could yeah. see it inside ball, outside ball. It's it was good to watch. It was good footy. And um, I don't know if they chuck Curry back to a six. And I don't know, just Tyson Gamble, even though he did set up a try, I don't know. I just felt really, he was really erratic and wasn't really coping. And again, the combo's right with um, Reynolds. So. He's not patient, I think. Yeah. I He's think Reynolds, yeah. Martin was playing 5-8 for Rinna Manley in Q Cup for the past couple of weeks. So maybe when Tessie New comes back, he moved Martin to 5-8. And then... Oh, is Tessie New out? Yeah, he's out with a hamstring injury for the next month. Ah, yeah, wow. So when New comes back, put him back at fullback and Martin at 5'8", maybe? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, what can you go wrong? Like, yeah. I don't think Broncos are on a bit of a struggle streak. They're going good. Like, they did got a win. That's always yep. good. But, Again, um, a red-hot shark side. You can't, you can't just look at the negatives. The results show they did win. The team did perform well, but yeah. still, it's just... it's. A thing that happens, you have good games, you have bad games. Yeah. And maybe that forward pack isn't up to it because they, they didn't have Del Finucane. He's a real leader in that pack and you can tell they they lean on him a bit. Yeah, big time. Well, he's an experienced player. He came from Storm. He's good yeah. coach. Like, he got coached by one of the greatest, like Craig Bellamy. He's, he's a representative. He's one of the best to do it, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. yeah, big time. But um, moving on to another game. Uh, another Queensland game, Penrith versus Gold Coast. Yeah. This was, was uh, interesting, I must say. Bit of an upset if you're a Panthers fan for the first half. Yeah. I imagine that Penrith would just come out and just rip and tear, and it didn't happen. They were just... Yeah, stopped. I don't know, a bit lacklustered. Um, Brimson got moved to fullback. I think that was, that was a very smart ideal. That, yeah, I think that's just... Your team's not going like because they just got a whooping from Cows last week. I just feel like because because Brimson got to be fullback, he got to roam on either side of the field. Where on, when he was at half, he only got to stuck on one side, of, like got to stick on one side of the field. So yeah. it allows him to just go around, roam around, and yeah, do his thing. And you want Demo to get his hands on the ball as often as you can because 
Yeah. He's a good line runner. And he's yeah, a bloody good line runner. Yeah. Um, another thing up, yeah. that confused me, for Fafita to bench and Kevin Proctor starting second row. Yeah. I yeah, I, I couldn't tell you, Keegs. That's, I guess that's just the way it is. That's, well, you could see, um, whatchamacallit, um, what's his name? He got pulled off. Oh, Jay Clifford got pulled off straight away because he yeah. wasn't performing well for night. So uh, I guess Titans felt that was the best move and you got to back yourself 100% of the way if you feel like David's not excelling. Maybe they wanted him as an Im- more of an impact player. But yeah. Yeah, I can I definitely see that. Good. Um, Proctor brings a bit more experience and yeah, has looked to be, well, for the first half, looked to be a great change. Yeah, well, my thing with Fafita is you're paying $1.2 million a year for a second row. So you need, you need for him to perform. Yeah. Um, really, I think you should really spend that money on your halves and your hookers because mm. they, they are what makes a team, but yeah, the spine. Yeah. But it's fine. Yeah. But, but my thing that was brought to my attention is maybe you move Fafita into the forward pack. Mm. Yeah, you could. Yeah. I, I see that, but yeah, you just need, yeah, you're right with the forward pack idea with, um, he just needs to get more bull, like bull in yep. his hand. Like he needs to be running the ball more, you know, because he's, he's like a Jason Tomlin, to be honest with his late yep. footwork. He knows how to use footwork. He knows how to palm. I would say he's a younger version of Jason. He's athletic. He's quick. He's, yeah, I think he's all there, but I don't know. Big maybe, body. maybe, maybe pushing him out even more further, like, cause he played center against cows last week. And then now he's there. Maybe they're just saying, switch your head on and start making some tackle breaks, bro. Yeah, well, especially when you have Tino and Fodoreka with you. Yeah. And Tino is really like another prop in that regard as he'll, he'll make tackle, uh, tackle breaks. But Yeah. Well, you need, always need Tino in that lock position because he's, the, he the, he's one of the spine as well. I would, I would, care, I would say that yeah. he's the spine to the dummy halves, the fullback and the halves. Especially in recent he, years. Oh, big time. He's he's leader. He, he, that's the reason why he's captain. Yeah, but another thing with the Titans is they're not an 80-minute defensive team. Yeah. Like, you have Storm and Penrith who will just suffocate you in defense, and that's what they did to Raiders last week. But yeah, Titans just fall off halfway through. Well, you could see that in with, like, the Panthers, like, try scoring. They they didn't score off any flashy, really, like, like 70, 80% of their tries were through a little grubber and everyone just pushing around the ball. You had to kick yeah. and Targo pushing around the ball and either one of them is going to get it when you have just one fullback. So, and that's the same with Jerome Lewis try. He pushes through with the ball, scores the easiest try and he just has to put the ball on the ground. Yeah. So, yeah. I'd... Speaking of Targo, you can really tell he's a second rower with his defense, eh? Yeah. He's young. Young too. Yeah. I don't, I didn't realize how young he was and then one of the commentators said, is he 19? Yeah, 19, 20. But Man. that's, uh, yeah. I'm happy they put him in the centers though, because yeah. I know you really need. He's not. He does defend like a second row, but because of yeah. his size, he's he's not fully grown into his body yet. So I reckon it was the right choice by Ivan putting him in the centers so he can just still play his well, body. That entire left side is so explosive. You got yeah. Kick out there. You got Luai. You got May and maybe Toho this week. It's not confirmed, but apparently yeah. Toho was training left wing today. Wow. Coming back from the MCL injury. Is he normally left wing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is he? Is he? Yeah, yeah. Okay, sweet. He was oh. last year. And then in 2020, he played right wing with Crichton. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I saw Crichton him on the right side. Um, I, I like May. He's good. He's Yeah. For his size, he's killing it. He's, I don't see him ever getting smacked. Like, oh, he gets smacked. But he'd always like, get up. runs his front off the kickoff. He's, he's always like, he's strong. He's a strong young lad. Well, Targo and May played knock-on effect together for the past two years in oh, New yeah. South Wales Cup. So, yeah, I don't think you want to break up that combination. Yeah, I don't know though. It's going to be hard to slot Tyo back in, but I think mm. I think he maybe Tyo. The best decision is putting him to the right wing, and I don't know. Charlie Staines is good. He's a Ferrari. He's fast as hell, but yeah, I don't know. Tyo is Tyo. He's strong. He's real good for backyard carries, and yeah. It'll be great coming off the um, kick meter returns too. I think that's oh, something yeah. Penrith will really want back. Yeah, big time. Because they do have two small wing, like small wingers because Charlie Staines and 
yeah. may, but yeah, it would be good to get a bit of size and depth into the Like It would also help Fisher Harris and all those blokes because Fisher Harris, while he's a walk workhorse, he can strip numbers, but he gets tired throughout the match. And that's when Toho can just come in. And he's even Jake Trebojevic has said, I can't tackle him. He is so small. I just can't tackle yeah. him. Yeah. He's he's hard. He's hard to put a hit on. He's loaded. He's like Justin Olam. He's loaded. He's loaded the ground. He's obviously yeah. really hard to tackle because yeah. Get him a short ball at the line and he's going over. Yeah, big time. But this is so that was Friday night's first game. Coming into the second game, we had the biggest shockers of the year, and that was when Carl Lawton was sent off from a tackle on Harvey. Oh, yeah, that's Bro, rough. That. That tackle was so bad because the moment Murray hit the ground, I'm like, holy shit, is he, yeah. is he okay? Because he landed on his neck nearly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I see how it's a centre-off, but I don't know if it, I, I feel like it's more of a 10-minute, because it's in the momentum of the game. Yeah. He's hard. He's tackling hard. He's hot-headed. I think, what minute was it in? It was in the early minutes. So everyone's fired up. Eight minutes into everyone's the game. To, yeah. So, like, it's everyone's fired up. Everyone still has that adrenaline push into their body. So, he just thought, oh, I might whack him here. And then, like, yeah. obviously, the momentum and he just kind of flipped him. And, yeah, I feel like it should have been sent for 10 because you hate to see it. It's, like, yeah. if you're just looking, looking, looking the league. But um, I think – and then maybe put him on report and he'll get more games other than Holly um, being sent off for the whole, whole game. Well – People were arguing all over the internet over this on Friday night and even into Saturday morning. People were yeah. saying, on report, no, just a penalty, set, send off 10 minutes in the bin. My yeah. thing is, we've seen what these tackles can do in the past. Um, oh, Alex yeah. McKinnon is a great yeah. example of that. Like He's in a wheelchair for life. My, but it, Mari was very lucky that he knew what was going to happen and he moved his shoulder to... Yeah soften the impact a little it yeah he did level himself out a bit yeah which was smart by murray i i hope he's okay yeah. because yeah yeah you had to see it but yeah, worst look what got me was that the stadium people started playing bad boys after he got sent off well i'm like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> what's um what's the stadium where did they play at sorry was, was it a home game host? oh so oh, okay yeah, um, but overall, it was a really good game, and I admire what Manly were able to do because they were still able to score points and defend relatively well. Yeah, even though well, definitely. Yeah, Manly's not the greatest. Like they're a top eight team, but their defense isn't the best still. Yeah, well, it was also good. I think Josh Schuster was he back? Yes. Oh, yeah. He's so, a um, yeah, he's um. I reckon he's the best ball playing in the second row. Like, just hit him early. Because he, for, I think it was New South Wales Cup, he played half. He played number six. Yeah. So, he's a ball playing second row. I don't know if you could ask him any more, any way, any more he's than that. He's also That's blind. A, yeah. <laughs> How is a person who is blind playing in this league? It's it's unbelievable. I love That's it. That's same with Josh Maguire. Didn't know he has one eye and doesn't even work. He has a glass yeah. eye. That's, That's the moose. The moose has, the has moose. one eye. But Schuster, his flick pass is really good. Oh, he's, he's, a, he's skillful. He's a skillful second row, and that's what you love to see. He can move too. Yeah, big time. Um, but I think Forwin's got that 5-8 down locked for a little while. But DCE and Schuster, can you imagine what they can do together? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to say, like, get rid of Foran. But Foran is that he's been in the game for ages. Yeah. He's, he's won a premiership, I think. Um, With DCE. Yeah, he's. I think he's he is the man to be in that six position. Yeah, because then you can just easily use Schuster. Well, Manly have so many strike weapons; it's not even funny. Imagine yeah. when Tommy Turbo comes back in the next few weeks with Schuster, Foran, um, DC, yeah. all them. Holy! But hopefully, hopefully Turbo stops getting injured and yeah. plays a couple of games with them. That'd be good. Well. You can tell DCE has really stepped up his game this year with no turbo. Yeah. They've had they've had those games like, okay, turbo's not here, we're stressing. What do we do? Mm -hmm. But now DC's like, yeah. 
I'll take it from yeah, here. Just, and just he'll kick. Give he'll just ball. continuously kick. Yeah, he's good. He's good with his kicking. I don't really see. I, I, I like DCE, but I, I don't see him as a ball player as much. I feel like no. he's the man that has the good game management and good game presence, and he's long enough to be in there that to get in the corner, get the repeat. If the boys are blowing, grab it, like get it down, like get it down the bounce so we can have a scrum or a play ball, and he'll take the time to for the forward back. I reckon he presents for Manly a really good just game management style. Play. Yeah, and it's what Manly needs because after that Carl Lawton send off. They needed to calm down. I was like, okay, but troll for the rest of this game. Just relax. Yeah. Um, with Rabbitohs, I feel like they're like slowly finding their flow. Yeah. They well, you can see are. it in the game. They are like, what happened with Latrell? Why wasn't he playing? Oh, uh, Latrell got injured a couple of weeks ago with a hamstring. Oh, so oh okay. So that's he, why Taffy. Yeah. So he won't be back until after Origin game one. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. So. But his brother That's played. Shit. Yeah, he's a big fella. He is yeah. big. He's a bit top heavy, so I wouldn't want wouldn't run a run at him or get well, tackled by him. Um, he played in the All Stars game earlier this year. And yeah, he, really he also good. he played in that Cowboys and Rabbitohs. Um, yeah, up, he did. You know that where they played in Cairns. Yeah, and all those young young boys like Jake Burke, Zach Baybard, and all that played for the Cows boys. And yeah, they versed Rabbitohs. Yeah, I rate him. He was playing six a couple of years ago. Who? The Charles brother? Yeah. Six. Yeah. It must be a running six. Six yeah. then. For, oh, yeah. Right. But bloody hell. Who was injured that he had to come in? Was, who did he play for? Rabbitohs? Yeah. He was playing six? No, he was playing prop, but like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. But it was really good to see him debut because um, his story is really good. Like he, yeah, I didn't get to catch his story. Um, I think he like he he was like a gun in like his teenage years and like early twenties, but like he never got the opportunity. Yeah. But then um, JD, the new coach, um, signed him for a year and then gave him an opportunity to play, and he's taken it by the horns. I gotta give it to him. Yeah, that's same with Cody Walker. He. His first NRL game was at 26 years old. Yeah. That's pushing 30. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's... Yeah, I think he is the near 30 31. Now. Yeah, so he's... It took him all this time. Like, all these fellas are getting, like, Targo, for example. Like, he's a deadly player, but he's 19 years old and making his... Like, playing heaps of games. And that's like, Cody, yeah. Cody Walker took him till 26 years old just to play a footy game, and that's... It's good well, inspiration. Walker was at the Storm for a little bit. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, he was, um, Kronk was injured and he was set to play, but then he injured his hamstring in the captain's run the day before. Oh. He, he never debuted. That's, that's sad. That's, that's rough. That'd, that'd be rough to the mental game. Yeah. To the me- mental side of things. But yeah, I guess that's, that is also the way that footy is. You get, you do get your injuries as yeah. most Tommy Turbo would, would talk about for a whole whole page for but yeah you do get your injuries and you just gotta kind of get back get back on your feet after him and like walker had a has had a really rough start to a year he doesn't have reynolds there anymore to play off of but he's finding that form again yeah that's what i mean i was just what i was trying to get to like about the flow like lucky Elias. yeah was they're finding that flow together it's like nico hines and matt moylan but yeah it's a bit it's he's, he's a young buck coming through the system Cody walker's been there for a fair bit now, I'd say he's an experienced player. Played a couple of grand finals, but yeah, I'd say they're they're finding their flow. It's good to see. Yeah, I'll, with Ilias, I think watching him in his first two matches, he wasn't sure what to do. He didn't have that. Yeah, I think he needed a bit more time, but he really has grown into that ball playing seven now. Yeah, big time. He's he's killing it. Cody Walker also loves it. So when you have two yeah. like halves loving each other, it's he's on. Yeah. Um, another thing that really impressed me was Isaiah yeah. Tars. He debuted. Yeah. He debuted a couple of weeks ago, but now he's playing center. And I think he's electric. He's a Cairns boy. Oh, is he? Yeah. Um, wow. His ball movement and he was just like stripping defenders with his lead running and yeah. running around. It was really good to see. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's he looked to kill it. I don't, I've never. Like I've never watched him like he, any of his games. 
I didn't even know that he, yeah, that's, that's unreal. Yeah. Um, what did you think about, um, Cookie's game? Because I think he's really trying to find his form. Like he has in certain games, but he's just still. Yeah. I've, I feel like he, he, he'll take a fair bit to getting used to like the new spine. Like yeah. he's getting used to it. And then as soon as they, as soon as the two, sp- um, two halves get used to each other and then Cookie will start finding his flow. And yeah. Taffy or whenever Latrell gets back, they'll be sweet. But it's more, it's more worrying about the two halves at the moment because they're they're the directional where the forwards need to go, where the backs need to go. Yeah, but yeah. It's Cookie. Cookie will find his breakaways soon enough. But yeah, I still believe Cookie's a good like dummy half. He's yeah fast as hell. But yeah, hundred percent. He just uh, did you know he's a beach sprinter? Yeah. Did you know that? Holy, that was that was good from Flesh and Hindy. Eh? Yeah. Oh, that was. That was so uh, fun. That was very good. Would you rather Grant or Cookie in the Kangaroos number nine jersey this year? A cookie number nine because he's experienced, but yeah. Grant has that good impact flow off the bench. Yeah, I can see that. Um, speaking, speaking about that, uh, what, who do you think, um, Papanazan or Tedesco? Fullback. No, hey. It's tough. It's tough. It is very tough. I'll go Papanazan. He's performing at the moment. He is, even mm-hmm. though, like, yeah, he is killing it. He's a le- he is a leader out there. He's yeah. playing very good footy. He's kicking. He's dropping out. He's dropping out fifty meters easy. He's directing the boys. He's getting the chase downs. He's as soon as the ball's being kicked, he's chasing it. He's using his speed. He's running with a bit of like they're playing. He's like a third out, th- third half out there. So yeah. yeah. But again, Tedesco's played show before. Like yeah, and he's played New South Wales. Experience, and then he he's the captain of New South Wales. Yeah, yeah. He's also. He's in a poor situation at the moment. Like he doesn't look good because yeah. Roosters are not performing good. Like he's not he's not playing strong because Roosters' attack hasn't been flowing. So, yeah, I know. Who knows? God, God will know. Key time will tell. Time, time will, will tell. tell. Um, I think it's June fourteenth, the first game. So in a couple of weeks, about a month now, month and a half. So. Yeah. I'm really excited to see that those two teams go at it and who gets picked. But yeah. one person who I think deserves to get picked, and I didn't put him in my post the other week, he's from the Cowboys, Ruben Cotter. Yeah, he he's killing it. He is um, killing it. He's going so good. He is, especially with his knee injuries and his like history of not really like because he debuted back at Dairy Farm. He yeah. He debuted there, and then he had a knee injury and. Now he's just got back, got back on his feet, and he's one of the main workhorses for the Cowboys. So yeah, he is. It's been really good to see. Um, that entire Cowboys side has improved so much. Oh, they're killing it. They had a real good preseason, and yeah, even though even though they've lost their games, like their first game they versus Bulldogs, and then yeah. they lost, but you could see that Cowboys were the dominant team. They like when yeah. they are losing, they're dominant. The statistics show it. The yeah, real good brand of footy here. Their defense is so good now. It's they conceded thirty-one points last year on average a game. Yeah, it's cut it to twelve. Wow, that's that's killing it. It's I feel like it's the edge. The edge really like mm-hmm. and the hunt from the inside. Obviously, so in footy terms, the hunt means like the five man, the A marker, that person at A goes and hunts, and that like allows the like edge to release. Yeah, and but there's sometimes like you'll see it. Murray Salangi, Val Holmes, and a bit of Felty love shooting up and not hesitating and just going for a hit, and they'll drop the ball or whatever. So yeah, I don't know. They really implemented the you gotta like the opposition gotta make that move early or it's like yeah, I have to knock it on. It's been so good. I think Townsend has improved the side so much too. Yeah, he's well. He's really taken cows on under his wing. He's more like DCE in that sense that he's not the man of the hour. Like obviously, Dearden's killing it in the six, but he's not the person that's scoring all the tries, setting up the yeah. tries. He's really just kicking to the corner every, 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 every yeah. time. So it's it's good to see. It's good good to see a bit of game management to cows. And he's not afraid to throw the ball around when he when he wants yeah. to. I feel like yeah, he does need to kick back. I reckon a bit, but he's good. Yeah. He is. Yeah, I reckon that's what cows needed. Yeah. One thing that has shown me that they have improved is the fact that we don't know where players are going to play. Yeah. Anyone can play anywhere in that team, really. Yeah. Well, 
With 20 minutes left to go, they moved Hiku to bench and they brought in the returning Hemiso. Yeah, well, Hemiso, this is what I was going to talk to you also about, was Hemiso that player that always pushed sniffs around the ruck. He's a bit like yeah. Pappenhaus and he always like, so Drinkwater, I love Drinkwater, he's killing it at the moment, but I feel like Drinkwater doesn't present that like push around the ball. Like he's all creative mm-hmm. and all that. He's good. I love it. But Hamaso, if you just have him on the field for like that full, I don't know how many minutes he was on, 15 or whatever. Yeah, 15 minutes, I think. Yeah, 15 minutes. And he just pushed around the ball 24-7, hunting for the sniff of like a, like a bit of ball. And then he just goes, use his speed. He's a runner. Yeah. I don't know because Hiku has that defense. He's a brick wall in defense. Yeah. But then you have, like you said, Hemmer, who goes around the ruck and would like, try yeah. and get the ball. Then there's Drinky's creativity. Yeah, I, I like Drinky's creativity at the moment. He's not overplaying his hand, so as such. So he's first I think it was the first try or second try that he ripped a did a cutout ball to Felty, he scored. Yeah. Then then other plays he hasn't pushed that pass. He hasn't he hasn't like showed the old drink water would. Like he'd do one thing and then he'd try chip kick or like yeah. something. But now he's really like he's playing in his hand. And just doing what he like, he's dealt with. So, I know Drinkwater. It's a, Todd. Todd has to make a real huge decision. I think. I think give it another week, another two weeks of Drinkwater playing starting fullback, and yeah, really just show him Hammer like you got to earn it. Well, he's up against Knights this week, a Knights team who is hungry for a win, who's been brutalized for the past fortnight, <laughs> run down on social media. Holy! Oh, I feel but, so sorry for him. Yeah, but, but I feel yeah. The Cows' defense is where they're going to kill him, I think, because yeah. they wrapped up Paulo so good. Mm. His offload, yeah. he, he's usually offloading every, nearly every set, but now he did yeah. a single offload, I think. Yeah, he's just, it's killing it. They, they are killing it. Oh, it's, I, I believe that they are top three easy best in the comp. Right they now. are now. That's the yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. They are moved to not top three, but I don't know. I think where they are placed in that top three, could be decided, but I'd say a solid, I, on my belief, I feel like Cowboys are playing to this like second level of like the top three. So yeah, I well, feel like they're playing really good footy and they're on 24, like they're playing 82 minutes of footy. So even if yeah. the, even like a half 40 minutes, they'll play 41 minutes. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? So they'll, they'll yeah. extend their ability yeah. to do it. Well, they're up against Knights and Manly in the next two weeks. So that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah, so that, that's a good, good two couple of games. Manly would be would be to start to after this weekend they showed to themselves that they, they can play up. footy. Yeah, yeah, they can, they can, they have the ability to even when the, everything's against them, they can step up and put put points on the board. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, another game we want to talk about, and it's my beloved Raiders against the Warriors. We go down in Golden Point. To an SJ kick. That was... Yeah. Oh. (laughs) Good on the Warriors, though. Good on the Warriors. It's their second game they've gone to Golden Point at home. And it's been SJ who's been kicking it. Who have kicked both of them. He is one of the most valuable players in that team. He's a top five valuable player, in my opinion. Yeah. He's he's still he's still got it. People still talk about how he's out of his prime. He's washed up. I still don't believe he's washed up. I well like in Sharks last year, he was the top try assist like person of, on the leaderboard. He had the most try assist. Yeah. So if I don't know, that's it's kind of it's kind of hard to still say that he's washed up when he's still performing well. Yeah. My thing is with the Rory's is that. Again, like Titans, they're not an 80-minute team. They'll fall off in the back end, but they have good, they have great players. They have Walshie, they have Lodge. Yeah. Um, Aitken has really improved this season. Oh, he's killing it. He is killing it. He's he's one of the top, like, underrated second rows yeah. in the league right now. A hundred percent, I agree with that. Um, however, he is leaving at the end of year. Yeah. Where's he going to? He hasn't signed anywhere because apparently... I'm so confused how they do this, eh? Apparently, since they are going back home next year, he doesn't want to live in New Zealand or uh, something. Yeah. I wonder who picks him up, though. 
Yeah, well, hopefully he makes a he makes a statement this year saying that you need to this sign is me. how I this is how I play footy. You need to sign me. Yeah. Simple as that. And if he's that desperate that he doesn't want to go back over to New Zealand, he can't worry about the money. He just got to worry about the opportunity he gets given. Like, yeah. If there's like, he just needs to, yeah, he really just, if I was him, I would worry about, if I'm that, like, not, not worried, but like, worried to go over to New Zealand and like live there, then I'd try and get a deal. Don't worry about the money just yet and just look for the opportunity that that club presents me. But yeah. Yeah. Another player that, is rumoured to leave. I don't know about this. I don't fully really agree, but Walshie. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he should. Uh, that's a tough one. I hear the Dolphins still need a fullback. <laughs> He's situated in Redcliffe. Yeah, he is. I don't know if there's that hasn't... I don't think there has been any chats with him and um Wayne, but mm. after Ponga's... Ponga's upset to yeah. Wayne Bennett. Um, he's decided to he's decided to choose his own path. That's he's decided. Yep. Finally, at least it wasn't number nine. But yeah. Well, can you just imagine that? Reese yeah. Walsh, the person of Redcliffe, like he'll be on every billboard. He'll be in all yeah. the promotional stuff. Yeah, he's gets to stay in like near his hometown, yep. or t- hometown of Gold Coast because he was. He went to Keeper Park, so yeah, he gets to stay close to it because he gets to stay in Brizzy. So I don't know. It's up to it's up to the Dolphins and it's out of out of anyone else, like others like eyesight of what's going to yeah. happen. What's the background noise? Um, yeah. Now the Warriors did come back from an eighteen to six at halftime, and <laughs> the second half faders are back. Yeah, in full yeah, swing. They're... I. Everyone is pressuring Ricky, but I don't think he is the issue. I think it's the players oh, themselves. Not. I hope he doesn't get sacked. I hope he. I hope Raiders, like the CEO of Raiders, don't think, oh, Ricky's the issue. The coach is the issue. The coach is not firing up. I think it really just relies on the team. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe that Ricky should be sacked. I don't. Yeah. It's right. But sure, he's made some questionable decisions on where he plays players. Like he moved Starling to bench, and he moved Adam Elliott to hooker, but. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's Ricky Stewart we're talking about. He knows what he's yeah. doing. It's yeah. just the players have to execute it. And yeah, at the I feel moment, like Raiders, they're not. Yeah, Raiders are in a dry like they're in dry spot. So like they're not they're not succeeding and they're not executing as they want to. And they are the team that they are the high profile team. They are the high class. They're not like they have they they went really well last year and they have the players to continue going really well it's just i don't know i don't know if it's the mindset it's maybe their pre-season training wasn't all there um yeah yeah it's well there's a lot of factors it was very interrupted as because they had covid um jamal fogarty yeah. got injured hodgson yeah. had signed with eels yes yeah, it's, it's been now, everywhere and now for two weeks uh whiten is suspended well that's a big loss. When did when when did that come out? This morning. Oh, that sucks. Um, especially for a lot of Raiders fans, he killed it. I I believe the halves at the moment, Brad and um, Brad Schneider and one, they they are going well. Yeah, I feel like it's others like Warriors. They scored, not saying lucky tries, but they Dejan Arcee put a chip like kind of a chip kick loft over to the to the corner of the field and then it bounces wrong way. Jordan Rapana doesn't gather it. And then lucky Warriors had a good push and yeah. yeah, they scored off that. So I don't know. It's it's hard to say what situation um, Raiders are in at the moment, but it doesn't look too, too good. No, it does not. But moving <laughs> on from that crappy loss for my boys, <laughs> Bulldogs roosters. What an upset. Yes. Yeah. That's, it's good to see Jane, um, Joseph Sawali. He is yeah. He doesn't look at it. I don't feel like he looks out of out of like place on the Roosters team. I feel like he's probably one of the, the strongest wingers for he like his age, obviously. Yeah. But his strongest wingers of for Roosters, like he's he's um performing well. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, speaking of wingers, Josh had a car. Yeah, he she made everyone look. He pretty Silly. much said. Bulldogs, get on my back. I'll get you an easy two tries. Yeah. That's pretty much. Well, what he has brought from Storm to Bulldogs is his leadership. 
Yeah. Um, Even, yeah. What really impressed me the most out of that was going back a couple of weeks, like to the first round, the Bulldogs got a penalty in their heart and, it was like, and he goes, it's not a fucking break. Let's go. And yeah. Yeah, it was against right cows. Yeah, it was against cows. Yeah. yeah, he got injured, and he's the one saying that. So it's it's funny. I love it. He is yeah. bring he brings good energy. But yeah, that the way try, he that second try he scored. No, the first one. Um, they were on their line. They were on the Roosters' line. Manu's offside. He's yeah. that dummy half, and he just goes in and he like manipulates Kiri, and Kiri goes the opposite direction. He's like, oh shit. Yeah. And he just pushes he's- over. It was so good. It was sneaky. It was a sneaky fox mm. little play thing to do. Um, with his intercept as well, he had great positioning. Obviously, like being at Storms, he would have learned all all the all the positioning he needs to be at. And lucky, like uh, he got up there, caught the ball, and no way, no way they were going to catch him. No, that with Walker's um intercept that happened, I feel like. Their attack, Rooster's attack isn't flowing. We all know this. Yeah, it's clunky as hell. Um, communication, I think that's lacking in some regard. Yeah, it's weird. They they actually do. Kiri, I don't know if you saw, but um, pre-game interview they had with Kiri. Um, he had they're like, oh, what were you doing for training? And he pretty much just said, we just did attack the whole time. But that game showed that. In some instances, it did show like it did show some flow, but yeah. I don't know that didn't that didn't show that they did attack the whole week because I don't know I just felt really discommunication is oh. at some points where they're like they were just being lateral for no reason. Yeah, they didn't bring someone under or do an inside ball or no. really keep the the inside men really truthful to hunting. You know what I mean? So yeah, even then, like, like yeah. Walker and Q, like Tedesco, um, they were going short side and Tedesco stopped and went in the middle. And they were, the Bulldogs players were there. They were like yeah. ready for Tedesco. Yeah. Um, their attack isn't sinking. I think like one thing I'll give the Roosters were is Bulldogs were like very weird with their defense. They were like coming, they were very jam-packed in the middle. Yeah. But creating space on the edges. Yeah. And it's lucky that Sorali's foot was on the line. That's all I'll say. Yeah. That was that's very lucky. Um, I feel like full Bulldogs, um, Burton's kicking game kept building like the tempo of the game. Yeah. Like, holy he is hell. such he is personal favorite for kicking. He does so what we call is like it's a jail kick. So you get it on the 30 to 40 meter line attacking. So you're attacking the halves, but it's where you just put it up to a corner. In this 10 box, 10 by 10 box. So, yeah, imagine that in a corner by a 10 by 10 box. And he just bombed it there every single time. Did a torpedo, did a 40 20 kick. That's, I don't know if he meant it or not, but he hit that sweet as. And yeah, I don't know. His kicking game really has improved. Yeah. I'm, especially, you don't see a lot of it because last year he was in the centers of Panthers. But now that he's in the halves, you can really see he's like potential with kicking. And you can really compare Walker and like um, Sam Walker, of course, and then Burton. Burton yeah. had time. Walker was yeah. pushing up in the defensive line and kicking, yeah. and it, he put pressure on himself. Yeah, he did. He did. I feel like I don't know. I don't know if he felt like to engage, unless it's been something he's been told. He felt like he needed to engage people to come at him when yeah. he should just be focusing on. I want to put it there. Let's get it there. Let's see how high I can kick it. Who's gonna chase it? Is it like catchable? Yeah. And yeah. I think um, the tries Roosters did score were like very lucky to them. There was a try yeah. with Angus Crichton. He knocked the ball on before he played it, but they couldn't pick it up because of technicality. Yeah, in the bunker. because of, because it's because it was before the last, like the last ta- like play of the ball leading yeah. into the try. So. Into that play. Yeah. I feel like the bunker, I feel like they're getting too technical with everything. I yeah. feel, I feel like with, especially with, if the ref calls a try, it's not a try, but then the bunker reviews it and then you'll get a try confirmed or try disallowed. It's, yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's very, I feel like they're trying too hard to get a try. Um, the thing is, they want to speed the game up, but yet the bunker slows yeah. it down. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, I messed it up, but yeah, they're yeah. trying to they're trying to get the game real fast, especially with one ref. I don't I don't believe that's good. Yeah, I don't, my opinion is that there should be two refs, and the bunker has less to say about like the like 
infield, like the on-field, yeah. like go of the game. Yeah. The bunker should be just used to know if they put it down or not, if they're yeah. unsure. It should be if, if the ref calls, let's have a look at that try, then there you yeah. go. But if, if that if that ref calls that like try, I reckon that should be the end of it. That's yeah. what the ref believes in. And then with the captain challenge, I like it. I do like it. I feel like yeah. it's a nice swift to the game. But if we had two refs there, less captain challenges, like they won't pick it up. Like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Just on that, the last game we're going to talk about in a second, Tigers and Dragons. Tigers had three captain challenges confirmed. Yeah. See, that's that just changes the tempo of the game. Yeah. That changes everything of the game. If someone, if you're in your own half and you're getting belted with, you're getting, and then you knock the ball in and it's their attacking chance, like the opposition's taking chance, and then you quickly call a captain challenge. Now you have that go because they just they just wasted all their energy on belting you, and you mm. just got a free ticket to kick the ball down for touch, and then you can play off the back of that. So I feel like using if smart, like what um was it Tigers or Dragons that got three successful Tigers. challenges. Target. So if you're smart like them, they had the tempo in their like the graph yeah. of the hands. Um, just going on the stats for this Roosters attacking side. Yeah. Roosters 28 completed sets with a total of 42. 1,698 run meters, 21 missed tackles, three penalties conceded, 18 errors, 66 completion rate. Yeah. 66%. And then doggies had 81% and they had four less sets and they did 31 completed out of 38. See, that's that's better. Uh, I don't know. When you're leading into a game, I feel like their team goal should have been 80% completion no matter what if they yeah. try. Because that's what Cowboys do well is they, they have a goal. They say, you know what, if we, if we want to get on top of these people, like these opposition I want to. We want to have an eighty percent completion rate by the end of the game. And that means that we just repeatedly just being there, showing up for each other, kicking the ball down to the corner. Yeah. But with what was it? What was the um, possession rate of Roosters? They had probably like sixty percent completion rate. Yes, sixty six. Sixty six. That's yeah. That's not ideal. That's to definitely not ideal. The Bulldogs eighty one percent. Yeah. That's, and it's hard. You know what gets me? Bulldogs completed. Bulldogs completed, uh, conceded four more penalties than Roosters. Yeah. And yet their attack still wasn't flowing on that. They, they didn't yeah, capitalize. It's, it's, it's weird. a tough game, League. It's, it's a tough game. It's, yeah. That's um, why it's enjoyable. Yeah. Moving on to a soccer score by the Knights. 50 to 2. Yeah. A storm. Is that two weeks in a row they got only scored two points? Yeah. That's a total in four, and obviously in two weeks, that's a total of four points of yeah. the two weeks. And they didn't and even think, score a try. Oh, man. They're in, a, they're in a kerfuffle here. They are in a deep kerfuffle. And yet Storm are averaging 60 points a game in the last fortnight. Yeah. What, did, what was their... They got half a century this week. And 70 last right? week. And they got more than half a... That's, that's unreal. Bro. That's, <laughs> Storm, so good. Storm are good to watch. Storm yeah. are good to watch. I don't... I'm not, I'm not a bandwagon. I'm not saying that they're my team. They're not my team. But I'm just saying, if you if you want to watch like a good NRL game and just enjoy it, just back, back to Storm. Back to Storm. They're strong to watch. I just feel like nights on that day that to allow them to... They just didn't wrap up the ball. No. They had Harry Grant like doing offloads. I'm sorry, but Harry Grant's strong, but he is tiny, and you should be able to, not easily, but like be able to hold that ball when he's close to the line. Of, I don't know. It's and then I felt also that Knights weren't getting off the line. Yeah, they waited for them to hit the line, and then hopefully they hit them well enough and like hold the ball, get onto the ball. But they weren't yeah. getting off the line, and they weren't wrapping up the ball, and that's just that showed in the. In the final score, fifty to two. Um, what showed me is that Knights were defeated. Was KP's interview after the game? What did he say? I didn't get to catch it. He, they asked him, "What are you going to say to the boys when you get in the sheds?" And it's like, I don't know. He had his headgear taken off. He was his 
he was just slumped over. Yeah. I, oh, I can't say I, I feel for KP because it's yeah. harsh. I know him. I do know. I know Cam Ponga. I will just say that there. So I'll have it. I'll have his back. But I don't. To be real, what would you? You can't rip into them because you already feel shit enough as it is that yeah. you just got you just got forty eight points put against you. Yeah. So I don't know what you do. I don't know what Adam. I don't know what he could do. It's it's got to be a like a flick of the switch that. When they're yeah. on that field, as soon as they cross that paint, do whatever you can to hype yourself up. But as soon as you cross that paint, you got to play with 100% effort. Because I just feel like their past two games, they've just been real lacklustered and they can't, yeah. once the try gets on them, they don't put their heads down, but they're just not, I don't know, they don't have no, they're not having any fight in them, Keeks. They're not. And it's when you have the Safidi brothers, David Clemmer, KP. Yeah, it's yeah. They even took Jake Clifford off at halftime. They took their five eight off at yeah, halftime. That's I said that earlier that he wasn't performing. See you later. Cut. And yeah. that obviously didn't help. I don't know Jake Clifford. He first first some um, kickoff of the game. He kicks it down the full. And then second half storm kickoff to them. They have the ball in their hands, and Leo Thompson just let it go over the sideline. Yeah, I don't. And you could see the. Not the the anger, the frustration of Adam O'Brien mm. in the in the coaching box. He had his head down, and he goes, "What, what, what the actual hell?" Yeah, and as well as like we're running young. down, as well as we're running down on nights, they had thirty four missed tackles. Shit, that's and thirteen errors. That's not like it's back to your point. They're not. It's not like they have young up and coming forwards like the Broncos. They have Tyson Frizzell. They have um. Yeah, David Clemmer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the yeah, Safidi yeah. brothers. The Safidi. I know they lost their hooker in the preseason, but still, you came out and you ripped and teared in the first two rounds. You beat. Oh, they killed it. They did. They played footy. They... Yeah, they played good footy. They beat the Roosters in the first round. Yeah. And right. Roosters were tipped to be. The Almighty. Four. Yeah, the yeah. Almighty. But. I don't know. I got no answers. I don't know where I think, they go from this. But I think I do. A couple of players do come back next week. I think Braley yeah. comes back next week. So that's. Oh, I don't know because he did. He, he, snapped it, he snapped his Achilles. So that's like six to eight months. Oh, is he still out? I swear I heard someone say that. But they are getting a couple of players back. I didn't yeah, have a look who I think it was. So. But yeah. I think they're getting Barnett back next week. Yeah. And Lachlan Fitzgibbon, their second rowers. Yeah. See, that, that also. With Tyson Frizzell, he does like he has experience now. The second row on the other side, Lockie Fitzgibbon. Yeah, they got Brody Jones, a, a young bloke, and soon they'll have a even younger bloke there in our in one of our mates. Oh yeah, yeah, Jesse. Jesse. But, um, yeah, Brody I'm... Jones. I I want to talk about that. Is it, yeah, Braden or yeah, Brody, Brody Jones. Yeah, yeah, Brody. He um he played. I reckon he was best packy on the on the field. Yeah. He was the best forward. I. Brain hard. He did make errors. He did contribute to the 13 errors, but yeah, he did well. I feel like he ran hard, made me just... Can we talk about Jerome Hughes at the he's, storm? He's unreal. I love, eh? yeah. I love him. He's my, he is close to being my favorite halfback. He's, even though in Supercoach, he's not giving me the, the 100 points I need to beat Keegan, but he is honestly, he's up, he's up Nathan Cleary. Up. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, um, he cost a million dollars today, by the way. Who, Cleary? Does <laughs> you're not getting him now, boy? Yeah, I'm definitely not getting him now, and oh, I think I might stick to Jerome. But besides Supercoach, he doesn't. He doesn't look like he performs well. But when you watch the game, he yeah. performs well. He performed. He just him and Munster, like they've got they understand each other. And yeah. that probably is like to the 82%. They had a completion rate of 82% storm. The ideal one is 80 or 75%. They yeah. just cracked that. And that's that's hard to beat. And it's really hard to beat. I said it last week on the podcast. Every year they lose players, they, they lose pivotal players, but they always yeah. come back. Yeah. They're like the type of team that like Brian, Brian Bennett said this about his Broncos team. He said, if we play if we play good, that means the opposition has to play really good to beat us. Yeah. And for Storm, they need to be playing average for the for the opposition to play very, very good footy to yeah. beat them. Because with their average game, they're still they I think they average around 
around 78% completion rate in normal. Like it's, it's hard to crack. That's it's disgustingly to... good. Yeah. And I, I still feel that Craig Bellamy will still be disgusted in the completion <laughs> rate. <laughs> he's an angry little man. Oh, he's, yeah, but he's learned from the best. Wayne yeah. Bennett. Holy. I, yeah, he's good. He's good. He's so good. Like he's improved. Oldham is a wrecking ball, but Coates and Meany. Yeah. Coates is he's, I think Coates he's loving good, it. Bro. You'd have you'd have to you'd have to love it after playing for the Broncos. No, 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 no disrespect. disrespect to the Broncos, but he he has gone he was playing for Broncos, not winning now and then they were getting yeah. it was it was difficult. Every game was a grind. But yeah, now at the storm, it just looks like he can just play his own footy and not have to worry about the intercept to get them back in the game. He doesn't have to worry about the hard run off the back fence. Oh, I don't know. He's just, it looks he's like afraid. he's just enjoying himself. He's looks, yeah. it's good. Just on Olam. Good to see. Yeah. He, he's, he's so good. Cooper Cronk was yeah. saying it on the Matty Johns podcast a couple weeks ago. Your senses need to be, you need to give the senses the chest. And he was just describing how he played with his different senses. And like, he would say, when I was playing with Phil Chambers, all I had to do was give it to him short on the line and he would go over. Yeah. Just, and that's what you need yeah. to do with Oldham. And you can't mess up the pass or that they'll take their seconds away. That's the same with Talakai. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you saw, but Talakai, when they run their attack, Sharks do the left side, they do this, we call it a swing line. And that's when everyone takes a step in from their position. So when they run an LJ, the fullback that runs the jockey will be actually behind the half. Talakai will look to be as like that full, that jockey. And then yeah. as as the half gets the ball, they all just expand out. And then that just gives this nice quick passes straight to Talakai, straight on the chest. He has more time with the ball. He's just, yeah. So that's why I feel like Cooper Cronk just now, like put the nail on the head with, when yeah. with your centers, you got to give them yeah. just the correct, correct ball. Him talking about footy is amazing. Him and Slater. <laughs> I love it. Give me a two hour podcast any day of the week and I'll listen to it. Just them. Let them spew nonsense about footy and I'll listen to it. <laughs> you, sure, you sure do love your footy gigs. I do. Um, final game of the round, Tigers and Dragons. This yeah. was a sloppy game. Yeah. I actually, honestly, noticed I fell asleep. I was a bit naked. <laughs> I, had tra- I, had, I had training in the morning. I had training early in the morning and I was just kind of didn't have my nap during the day and then Dragons Tigers it was probably around the second half I had a quick sleep then yeah. I had to watch re-watch the game again because you can't miss not miss the game of footy no Hastings okay they may have lost but they still played really really good they they Hastings yeah. brings another thing to this side and he has a footy brain like yeah he well he I feel like that's what Brooks needed like to show yeah. that he's a million dollar player, he's got to. Sh- there's got to be another experienced half. He's like Jackson Hastings, bringing the experience of he missed his first drop kick. I think last week he missed his first drop kick. He missed his second one or whatever, and then he goes, "Know what? I'm not gonna have another cro- like crack at it. Give it to Luke Brooks." And he pointed out the back to Luke Brooks, and then Luke Brooks nailed it. Yeah, and I feel like Jackson being there, he just gives Luke Brooks an extra like kick, like a gives him extra confidence to play his game. Yeah, like off. Luke Brooks, he had a hundred percent of effective kicking rate. Jesus, that's, that's that's insane to be a half. You, you, Hastings is letting Brooks have more time to kick. That's the thing. Yeah, they yeah. were leaving that pressure on Brooksy, so it's really good to see. Um, but going to Dragons on that one, like their forward packs are very similar. I'll say this. Yeah, but the Dragons goal line defense was exceptional in this match. Their, their defense has improved throughout the season, I think. And yeah, you saw it. Like, Tigers were just pummeling them. They had three back-to-back sets on their line from yeah. dropouts, and they didn't crack. Yeah. Well, I love well, I love watching Dragons as well now and then, like when they yeah. look to perform well. But the number one player I love to see, and I still reckon he is underrated, what his capability is, um, Ben Hunt. Yeah, yeah. He, Even oh. he said back, he said back from the 2015 Grand Final. He is still, uh, he's highly. I reckon he's up there with Jerome Hughes, Nathan Cleary. He's just because he's just not in that spotlight. I still believe he is a good player. Yeah. Would it shock you if I told you he's tired of Dalian points with Pappenhausen right now? 
Oh, really? I see. I didn't even know that. They put the spotlight on those. Like, it's always good to see, but the icon players like Pappenhausen, I didn't even know he was in the running for Dalian. Yeah. They've got like 13 that's... points each at the moment. Yeah, that's... Yeah, he deserves it. I, yeah. I hope he gets it. I do hope he gets it. Even though, like, they are killing, like, Pappenhausen and that, but I hope Ben Hunt needs that. He's got selected as skipper. He's, um... Yeah. His performance shows that he's ready for... He's, he's, not, he's not out of the league yet. No. And he's young. He's like early 30s too. Yeah. So I reckon he has a couple, few more years up his belt to, yeah. to classify as him. But I just hope that the NRL sees Ben Hunt. Like, I don't feel like yeah. because of these great up and coming stars, I feel like they're pushing or not pushing away, but not noticing them. But Ben Hunt, he killed it. He was killing it. He has good game management and he's a ball player. 100%. And yeah. unfortunately, I think that drop ball in the GF will always haunt him. Yeah. O- online, yeah. that is. Yeah. But his kicking game is unreal, too. He's, he's killing it all across the park. Yeah. It's unreal. I love it. I yeah. love seeing him play. I, yeah, he's good to watch. There's been so many options for who plays 14 in Queensland, and I think it's either him or Cotter. Yeah. I'd, it's probably because Ben Hunt's... Oh, I, I love Cotter. He's... He's immaculate. Todd Payne loves Cotter. Everyone loves Cotter at the moment, but I still believe Ben Hunt should have that jersey. Yeah. He, he brings enough experience. Time will come. He's, what is it? Ben Hunt's like 30. He, he'll yeah. retire soon. Cotter's still in his 20s. So I feel like just give him a couple more years in that Origin jersey and then Cotter, it's all yours, bud. And he, he's with Cows for another four years, which is insane. Yeah. So it's. They jumped on him they, early and it was very smart. They saw the potential. Very smart. Yep. Yeah. yeah they did. Um, so that will wrap up this segment of reviewing all the games. Now it's time for our tipping. Yeah. First game this week on a Thursday, it's back in Acor Stadium in Sydney. It's Rabbits versus Broncos. Who are you going for? Uh, Dad's going to kill me, but yeah, I'd have to go Rabbits. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> after last game, they found the flow, even though Manly had 12, 12 people on the field. They found their flow. Lucky, yeah. lucky Illis is he's comfortable. Uh, yeah. Sorry to say, it'll be an upset if Broncos win, and yeah. uh, we're good to see an upset now and then. But I feel like Rabbitohs will take it. Yeah, uh, especially if Teamus comes out four o'clock tomorrow. So I don't think we'll yeah. see Haas in that um, twenty-four. Yeah, if Broncos are smart, they would leave him out. Yeah. Um, next up, we have. Raiders versus Bulldogs. <laughs> Raiders are tipped to be the favourites by 20 cents. <laughs> it's a yeah. it's $1.80 to $2. I'll um, go. With no white, and I think I go Bulldogs. Yeah, I'm going Bulldogs. One, I love Brad. Brad played touch. My older brother played touch with Brad Schneider in Townsville because he's a Townsville boy. He went to Kerwin, but... Yep. Yeah, I do love Brad's defense and that, but I feel like him alone, without even Jamal Fogarty, and he hasn't played yeah. any time. Like he's, I feel like he might be a bit lost, and I'd have yeah. to tip the Bulldogs, especially off there this week. Yeah, the tempo there, they just want to keep on continuing, like continuing that victory. Hundred percent. This is going to be the game of the round: Penrith versus Eels. Eels coming off like it's still in the back of their mind that preliminary final where Paulo dropped the ball. Yeah, I I don't know. I think I, I think Penrith. I'll go Penrith. I'll go Penrith. Um, funny enough, before last year, Eels were the only team to beat Penrith in twenty twenty. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, it's like it is doable. Yeah, like, it's doable. I feel like Very I feel like though. it's like what Wayne Bennett said: if we play good, the opposition has to play really good to beat them. So yeah, I feel like that's really I feel like that's how it is against Penrith. And, Last year they did beat them. They beat them. They played better, so they beat them. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, Manly versus West Tigers. I'm saying Tigers. The way Tigers are going, man, I, I love Manly. The Manly, yep. are like for attacking wise, I love how they attack. I love the strike players. They have heaps of, but the way Tigers just have the nice flow. Luke Brooks feeling confident. And I, I'd go. I'll go Tigers. Tigers, sorry. Yep. Uh, I think I'll go Manly on this one. I just think yeah, DCE yeah. and um, Schuster back, I think that will help a lot. Yeah. And uh, hopefully Jason... no, no one gets sent off. 
Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. I don't um, know with this game. Oh, shit. This is in Mackay, this next game. Roosters Titans. <laughs> Roosters Titans. Oh, I don't know. I'd, oh, that's a, that's, I reckon that's the toughest one. That is what are, tough. Who are you going? I'm going to go Roosters because uh, David Fafita is out for a month with an MCL injury. I don't know. I think I might I might stay with Titans. I mean, yeah, Titans. I'm going with Titans. I feel like they still haven't. Even after this close match against Bulldogs, I still believe that they haven't found their attack yet. I don't yeah. know if it's the half. Maybe it's too young of a half because Kerry did get taken out in like the prime time when NRL was developing, like how they were implementing the new he was like new rules and that he was taken out, he was injured. So that's a very I feel good like point. Titans. Yeah, yeah. So I feel well, like it'll take a couple more games for us to get back on their feet. Um, next game up here in Tansville, Cowboys versus Knights. I go Cowboys. Oh, I'm going Cowboys. Yeah. Easy. Easy. That's a decision I already made. The way they're um, going. Amy Park, Storm versus Dragons. I'm going Storm. Yeah, Storm. I feel like they're, they're, they're easy. Yeah. Easy enough guesses like to yeah. pick. Um, last game, Sharks versus Warriors. Sharks. Yeah. I feel like after a lot this week of the upset of the Broncos, yeah. Sharks will go back to their normal state. Um, I feel like the Talakai, they understand how to attack, um, defend Talakai with Stag, yeah. like seeing Stags do it. But hopefully Sharks got the hint of just give him early ball, he'll run over him. Yeah, 100%. Who's the, do you know who is um, marking Talakai for that game? Let me check. Would it? Um, who's the team against those? Sharks and... Um, Warriors. Um, going back to last week's team, I believe it would, it would be... Rocky Barry. Barry. Yeah, Barry. So I still believe he can do it, but Stags bring that presence of, 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 of he's my person. I yeah. need a hunt. But Hicks. Rocco Barry. Yeah. Yeah. Um It'll be a good matchup again. It'll be a good matchup. Um, especially with Johnson and Hines going at each other. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah. Yeah. You know, if, oh well, teamless comes out tomorrow. Dejan made a good settlement, like good. Because first game for Warriors, and he's set up two tries, and his kicking game was unbelievable. So, yeah, I uh, yeah, he he's really good. I rate him so much. I was yeah. very surprised when Cowboys let him go. Oh, not surprised, yeah. but like, I was. Well, he was playing just Q Cup for Mackay Cutters, and I feel yeah. like he thought he's like he was his potential was way more. So, I'm happy to see him leave Cowboys because like he thought his potential was more so yep. and he showed it he did show it yeah I it'd be interesting especially with Ash Taylor's retirement and now that um it was revealed that House DeVita ruptured his testicle the are you serious bastard. yeah that's what he that's what oh. happened that's why he's injured <sighs> that poor bastard I got hit in the nuts once and I nearly cried I thought I ruptured a testicle and it wasn't even close to a ruptured te- testicle so <laughs> and he, I imagine you know, how played, that fella feels he played 40 minutes with that by the way too oh that poor that's a soldier well that's it for this week's podcast thank you Matt for joining me and subbing in yeah cheers Keegs. thank you this was it was fun good yeah. talk some footy yeah I love talking footy with me mate so uh, we'll see how our tips go within the week but until then yeah thanks for joining us cheers cake thank you